Hey everybody, welcome back to the NPP, the Noah and Patrick podcast. This is episode number 62. That's a that's a whole lot of episodes, huh? I thought you were going to say that's an, that's an even number. I'm like, yes it is, Noah. It is Why would I say number. that? I don't know. <laughs> what what gave you the idea? I would be like, that's an even number. I don't <laughs> when know. When have I ever said that? I don't know. We're trying to switch it up, you know? <laughs> All right, well, we got some... <laughs> Got some good stuff here for for you guys today, so let's just uh, jump right into this one. So not too long ago, like what a week or two ago, maybe there was supposed to be yes, but there was supposed to be a little party going on Huntington Beach. It was supposed to just be like a little little post on TikTok, harmless, just like, hey, if you're in the area, come on down. It's it's a it's Adrian's birthday party. It's going to be an Adrian's kickback. It's been called now, yeah. uh, and it turned it turned into one of the most hyped up events since the pandemic started. Like I, I've I've never seen anything so hyped up before, especially for a 17 year old's birthday party. So he was turning yeah. 17, and uh, the TikTok just spread everywhere, and it. It brought about 2,500 people to the Huntington Beach the day of the party uh, yeah. from everywhere, local, out of town. People drove hours. People they took flights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a lot of TikTok, I guess, uh, influencers, I guess you'd call them. Uh, yeah. Big big names on TikTok showed up. Uh, they, they helped hype it up. Uh, and it turned pretty crazy. Crowd side was crazy. All the kids were running around. Uh, not really vandalizing, but just like we're everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and uh, the police showed up, of course. Yep. It turned into Project X. Yeah. Pretty much. I, I don't know. Have you seen the videos of like people that were there? They were yeah. just lighting fireworks in the street. Like, yeah. Just, you know, jumping on cars. Like the beach was crazy. Um, I don't know. I think it was kind of like that kind of sucked just because like he was just trying to post it for his high school yeah <laughs> on TikTok and it got into the TikTok al- algorithm where it just like started spreading hella so and blew up very unfortunate but now I mean I guess even he even partnered with like the kicks and cookies or something like this shoe store and they were to like to try to contain the crowd they were just selling tickets and it was going to be like they were going to send out like a undisclosed location to people who bought tickets and they didn't even do that so Mm. the people who even bought the tickets they didn't get an address they didn't even know where it was going so people also got scammed um in this as well Oh, the shoe stores, cookies and kicks. That's what it is. But yeah. yeah, I thought I saw a video though that they were giving their money back to some of the or most okay. of the people that bought. So hopefully okay. they actually did. But yeah, it was so crazy that uh, 121 adults that showed up got arrested. So there were some adults showing up to this kids party. Pretty interesting there. Uh, probably 18 or something. Uh, and 28 minors. So. Uh, the charges were like vandalism, a curfew violation. I guess they still had that in L.A. And setting off illegal fireworks. So, like Patrick was saying, they were just throwing them all on the street and everything like that. Didn't really care. 
And then apparently they're throwing rocks and bottles and all that stuff at uh, police officers. So, you know, pretty crazy event for <laughs> a 17 year old kid. You know, Adrian, that's a cool story to tell, though. Like when you're older and like, you're like, <laughs> you know, maybe maybe when he has kids, he'll just be like, man, when I turned 17, I had the craziest party in hell. <laughs> And people don't even know if he was there or not. Yeah, like, I know. I think he didn't even show up because he was like, oh, this is just going to be a disaster. So his parents probably heard about it and was like, what? You're not going to that thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. but, like, <laughs> what? You, you have friends? Like, that? <laughs> this blew up? Like, 2,500 people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, pretty crazy stuff. A lot of people went to it just taking videos. So, um, yeah, crazy stuff. I, don't, I couldn't even imagine. I don't even think something like that would happen here. I think only in LA. Yeah, but that's like an LA type thing. Maybe a New York type thing. Maybe Florida because of the beach. But New York is just because it's a big city. Yeah. But yeah, so another thing that is kind of crazy is that you remember that YouTube video? It was a long time ago back in like 2000. 7 2008 uh charlie bit my finger you remember that video no yeah i do well supposedly someone made a nft a non-fungible token of that video and sold it so uh the clip went for about seven hundred and sixty one thousand dollars uh pretty crazy i don't know would you buy would you buy the video or the nft of it no definitely not <laughs> especially because i don't have seven hundred and sixty thousand for that short video uh it was a 55 second video it almost got a million dollars for 55 seconds uh the family's the one i guess they someone talked to them about like like oh they should do this you know because it's kind of a big thing the nfts so yeah. they're the ones that that uh, decided to sell the rights uh removed it from youtube after it was sold so you can no longer find it it's only that person's and uh all the money that they made is going to go towards sending the kids through college because they're now 17 and 15 and this video came out 14 years ago so yeah, pretty crazy actually i don't know if you did see they they weren't going to take it off youtube anymore uh they decided to keep it on youtube okay but- uh so what's the point of paying for it though that's the thing Uh, yeah he owns the rights now and i guess he can get the money that they make off of it but i don't know how many people are searching for it and watching the video still yeah who's yeah who's still gonna who watches it like religiously or something yeah i guess maybe if you wanted to you can make like merch or something out of it but that's like an old thing he missed out on that 14 years ago so or, or they missed out on it 14 years ago. I don't know. <laughs> on this article, it says the buyer felt that the video is an important part of popular culture and shouldn't be taken down. <laughs> is it part of popular culture? I think it was just like a viral video. It's like so long ago. That's like, eh, you know. I guess you could say maybe it was one of the most like important videos on YouTube. Yeah. It's, it's probably one of the most watched. That's not a music video yeah um i thought i saw somewhere where how many views it has on youtube but i guess not has like billions of views yeah it's like i mean it was so popular at the time and then it's been on there so long that you know it's up there 
definitely. Yeah. If it hasn't hit a billion, it's probably really close to a billion. I think it's over a billion. I'm now I'm really curious. Charlie... I wouldn't be surprised. But I don't think there's that many videos over a billion. Oh no, it doesn't. Eight hundred and eighty three million. Really close. Really close. Yeah. I don't I think there's maybe like five videos over a billion on YouTube, so that's why I didn't think it was. Hey, if you got the money, I guess, and you really want to have the rights to that, go ahead and buy it. I don't know. Could it be me for a 55 second video? Yeah. 55. Wow. List of most viewed YouTube videos. Oh, Gondam style. Two billion. Yeah. Music video, though. So it might be the most not music video. Baby Shark Dance. 8.67. Despacito 7.37. Wow, there's some random ones on here. <laughs> oh, Gangnam Style has 4.08. Jeez. Yeah, it's pretty much all music videos. Yeah, that's why it might be the most uh, non music video one. But yeah, 760. Huh? I don't know. That, that, hey. Charlie. <laughs> Charlie that really Pink. hurt, Charlie. Ouch, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> I remember. Yeah, that was so and then funny. The, and the kid was like screaming. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But hey, if that's what you're into, if you want to start collecting NFTs and you think that's going to be like a big hit, I mean, hey, jump on the bandwagon. There's a lot of stuff like NBA Top Shop, uh, other people doing NFTs. So that's what you're into go for it It, there's a lot of different things that you can buy so yeah i mean eventually i guess you can say it it would be a part of history you never know like in the future like one of the biggest videos ever so it could be a good investment uh maybe down the road when for some reason youtube is gone or it changes a different platform takes over uh, that one wouldn't be on there so it could be worth a lot of money we'll see yeah, exactly. All right. You want to get into this, my segment? Yeah, let's do it. I have no idea what you're doing. So so I'm trying something new this week. Uh, many podcasts do these segments, but I, I don't know. I, I always thought it would be fun to like read different people, uh, people's different stories that they have. So this segment's called, Am I the Asshole? So uh, it's going to be like a, a, a title and then I'm going to read like a short couple paragraphs to explain the situation and then we have to discuss if the person's an asshole or not. Okay. okay. All right. Am I the asshole? Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> Am I the asshole for telling my son he needs to cook for himself if he wants to go vegan? And then this is what he says. I am a single dad to two sons and a daughter. And apart from my eldest son, 14, who has recently gotten involved into animal rights issues and announced he's going vegan. um, We are all meat eaters. As a single working dad, I feel like I only have three choices I can make to respond to this in terms of evening meals. One, I can cook two different meals every night and avoid any cross-contamination. Second, I, I exclusively cook vegan food for everyone, effectively enforcing my son's choice on the entire family. Or three, I tell my son he needs to put in the effort if he wants to make this lifestyle change. 
I've offered to purchase any ingredients he wants to make these meals. Offered to teach him to cook them if he feels uncomfortable doing that at first and try to best explain that it's not because I have anything against the choice he's made. It's just a case of this choice either doubling my required effort to cook when I'm already working 40 to 50 hours or forcing everyone else to adopt his lifestyle. He's adamantly refusing this and claims that as veganism is clearly more ethical than meat consumption, we should be willing to join him in going vegan anyways. And he's threatening to go on hunger strike rather than cook for himself. I got pretty angry with that childish threat and told him that if he wants to make a moral stand in life, then he needs to be willing to put in the effort and rather than just expect his already exhausted dad to put in all the effort for him. Am I the asshole? (laughs) Well, like the only thing I was going to say was that he could help him, you know, but he offered to help him and he's going to pay for the, the food. So it's not like, um, he's not trying, you know, like he would try to help him. It's, he's not yeah. just leaving him on his own, like making him go and pay for his own food or anything. He's offering to pay, offering to teach him how to cook it also. And, uh, you know, I don't see a problem <laughs> with it. I think it's kind of crazy that the kid's trying to force him to change it, you know, because yeah. he's, he's not forcing him not to change. So it's kind of weird what would a hunger strike do like it's just his house like the dad can just be like okay if you're gonna like hunger strike you're gonna go hungry and i'm just gonna be here like yeah but i mean if you had a kid you don't want them to not eat you know yeah so i mean he's gonna care about it so i mean it would affect them probably but like i don't know what I, I think the the cook two different meals like that's too much effort. Like, yeah. I feel like the son should just, you know, try his best at making food that he'll eat, um, and just you know take the dad's help. Yeah, I don't think this has to be an, a big issue. I don't know why he's making it sound like this is the end of the world. <laughs> Well, I think it would only be a, an issue if he didn't even like offer to help, which I think he doesn't even have to do, but he did, which, you know, like it's still going to put extra effort on him to help him and teach him along with cooking their own food for everyone else. But, yeah. you know, he's like, Hey, if you want to do it, I'll help you. So I don't see why he's so mad about like, <laughs> I don't know. like, Know, the dad it. just got angry that he, he that the son's threatening to go on hunger yeah strike. it's the kid's fault yeah yeah um i mean maybe well, i guess in the beginning if he's gonna help him he's already gonna be doing two meals at a time so like at first it'll be kind of kind of hard but then if the kid learns you know he can just do it himself so i don't know what the problem is here uh how old was the kid did it say 14 14. 14 you're old enough to learn how to cook at 14 yeah you know uh, especially if you want to do it if you want to change something like that like like he's making a choice to change and not eat meat you should want to you know do it yeah okay if i was changing to to be a vegan i would want to know what's what's being put right i wouldn't want to trust someone else in doing it and be like 
the dad could just take some shortcuts honestly yeah like like, like, what what if his dad's just like uh album's gonna make it and see if he notices (laughs) (laughs) you know Um, yeah so i mean i would want to learn how to do it myself just because who knows but his dad seems like you know he wouldn't do that to him so that's probably why he's like i'm gonna go on hunger strike yeah interesting interesting stuff Uh, i think the the dad's in the right i don't think so when i searched up this topic this these this is like one of the first ones that popped up this one has uh like five to five thousand like interactions so Mm kind of kind of interesting yeah i bet he might have some friends or something too that are like my parents cooked it for me (laughs) so now he's like dad Jimmy's parents cook it for him. <laughs> well, son, Jimmy. <laughs> so I'm not Jimmy's parents. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you like what they eat, go eat with them, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, next one. Uh, am I the asshole for telling my mom to stop favoring my daughter over my stepson? <laughs> I met my stepson when I was one. And I've been on his life. I've been in his life. Okay. Also, I just want to say, reading these Reddit posts, people don't not don't don't know how to spell. They uh, they do not proofread this stuff. That's so, something you learn from social media. Is people don't know how to spell. <laughs> like I've been on his life since then. Like <laughs> I've been in his life. Well, <laughs> I've been on his life. I've been on his life. Okay, so I met my stepson when he was one, and I've been in his life since then, and he's now 12. My mom were fond of him until I became pregnant, and they put him to the side. I noticed the obvious favoritism and went really low con, went really low contact, though I still let my daughter see my mom sometimes, but not every single week like she wants. She usually gives cards for my stepson's birthday, which I would be fine with if she didn't spend almost $5,000 a year on my daughter's birthday. Holy moly. Damn. 5K. 5K? All right. Last week, she sent a card for my stepson's birthday. The catch is the card was empty. It had no money, no words, nothing. It was literally just an empty card. I confronted my mom, and she told me that she can... spend her money how she wants it and she bought something i let my stepson and daughter go to my dad's and my mom asked why i didn't let them see her but i let him and i said it was because his dad didn't have a favorite he loves them all equally she called me an asshole and hasn't been talking to me (laughs) i don't know that's uh a weird situation i mean well because before you know it's just stepson right and then she had uh pretty much a blood uh blood uh grandkid now so yeah, yeah but still <laughs> i don't know why you would spend five thousand dollars on one of them when it's pretty much been your grandkid the whole time since he was one or whatever it was yeah um yeah, I mean, personally, I wouldn't do that. I don't know why you would even spend $5,000 on a kid. That's a lot of money. Uh, unless it's, like, for a trip. Like, I, uh, 
Why would you spend? Would you spend five thousand dollars on your on your kid or your grandkid? And not five thousand. Like I mean, a year, because for a birthday. Yeah, like, it's like, just one day. Like, like, like what? What are you one, buying? Yeah. <laughs> toys don't cost that much. Like, how many toys are you getting? Like, how many bounce houses are you getting? Five thousand. <laughs> That's crazy. So, like, I don't know. But uh, yeah. she has some. If she's spending five thousand on one kid, she has a little room to send the other kids some money in the in a card. Twenty yeah. bucks. You know, it's not probably not that old. It's twelve or whatever. Like, it was. You can't even spend money on a card with somewhere. It's like at least like happy birthday. You know. <laughs> yeah. You could go to like the ninety nine cent store and get a two for one. Yeah. <laughs> birthday card. So I don't know, and I don't know why she's being called an asshole. She's just trying to tell the mom like hey like stop spending so much money on the daughter and spend some on my stepson so like you can really spend four thousand nine hundred and fifty dollars on the other kid and then just send 50 the other kid's way i don't understand and i bet you he wouldn't care like someone's (laughs) really being petty over this like it's pretty weird i i don't know like it's like over the top like i don't know why five thousand dollars on the the granddaughter that's weird i don't know but i mean she she is right it's her money (laughs) spend it how she wants she wants to spend five thousand dollars on a kid go for it be my guess (laughs) she can spend her money however she wants wow that's crazy (laughs) (laughs) hey whatever whatever yeah also, I don't. I don't think the mom's an asshole. I'm just saying. no. Yeah, no. I, I think standing up for your stepson. Yeah, which it's just weird why you would it would be that different. Like if it was a little different, then it's like okay, then the mom just needs to calm down. Like if one of the kids is getting a hundred and the other one's getting fifty, like so what? It's fifty bucks. Yeah. I would just be like, oh, if, uh, she gave it to me. Here's the fifty. <laughs> like so what? I hide it. Who cares? <laughs> Uh, but yeah, like five thousand dollars. What are you doing, man? Yeah, I don't know. Five. That's, that's ridiculous. I wonder how much she spends like in Christmas. Like <laughs> ten thousand. <laughs> maybe it's five thousand. Well, she said birthday, huh? Yeah, just for the birthday. Maybe so, she's maybe she's over exaggerating too. And, you know? Hey, I guess Christmas must be popping. Must be like the Kardashians Christmas, yeah. I guess. Or they don't celebrate Christmas. You never know, Patrick. Oh yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> don't get don't get ahead of yourself here. You All don't right. know you don't know these people. My bad. Why are you My analyzing bad. them like this? I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. All right. Well, this last one is kind of interesting. Um, we'll see what happens. What you think of this one? Uh, I uh, am I the asshole? Am I the asshole for not opening up my home for my friend? And I just want you to know, Noah, if you need a place to go, I got you. Anytime. No, he's welcome. Yeah, I, ho- I hope you know someone like that. That'll help <laughs> you out. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> I, 30F, that means 30 female. Okay. Just okay. 30-year-old female. Yes. Yep. I, 30 female, uh, met Cassie, which is a fake name, 30 female, when I was seven years old. And we became thick friends soon. Don't okay. know what that means. No. I grew I grew up in a very abusive Indian home with helicopter parents and was kicked out when I was 20 because I came home after curfew 
7 p.m. For non-Indians, it is unusual to work while in college and to stay away from home until you're married. I asked Cassie, who at the time was living alone in her apartment that her parents own, if I can move in with her for the same for the time being, and she said, "Sorry, no. I want to experience living alone." I felt very hurt at the time and ended up couch surfing at some friends' homes, and later moved in with my then boyfriend. Present situation: we don't talk much, just text each other sometimes. I lived with my boyfriend in a two BHK. I guess that's like two bedroom i guess yeah with our dog and she got married at 25 and is now seven months pregnant her husband kicked her out for infidelity and turns out the baby's not his she has no place to go and asked me if she can stay for a while the thing is she doesn't work and is seven months pregnant and i don't know how long she'll stay as she can't tell her family back in india that she's getting divorced Plus, I feel very salty about how she treated me back then. I said no, and that's not a very good idea. And she started screaming, saying that she's pregnant and I'm heartless, and I hung up on her. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, that's heartless. Uh, Boop. (laughs) So, uh. What do you think about all this? What do you open up your home? Uh, I don't know. Like, uh, the first situation, like, if I had my own place, like her apartment, yeah, why not? I would let you come over and sleep on my couch. Why not? Like, it's not gonna be like a forever not, thing. Yeah, like, I'm sure you'll like figure something out. Yeah. So, Which... hopefully, <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't. I don't see like you want to. That that's one of the things about experiencing um, living by yourself. It would be helping someone out. You know, it wouldn't be someone else's decision but yours. So that would be an experience you would go through. So she just decided no, but she thought maybe she was thinking, oh, she'll try to live with me or something like. Yeah, but I don't know why you would think that. They just need a place <laughs> to stay for a little bit. So in that situation, I would have let them definitely yeah so of course like just if you had space in your apartment i would let you come in and just stay with me but the nerve for this lady to go back to the friend (laughs) and say hey can i stay at your place i'm pregnant yeah like and then you're heartless yeah (laughs) after you after you rejected her so it's kind of yeah yeah I mean, a little different circumstance, of course, but. Yeah, well, what what like, would you do? Would you let them stay there? Like, okay, if I uh, I had a kid, right? Yeah. Right. Okay, I, I guess that's too much because I actually have the kid. Um, <laughs> just say you didn't have a place, and you were okay, like, I didn't have a place. A you, you were you were married. Yeah. Uh, you have a house. Yeah. I didn't let you stay at my place. I was like, no, Patrick, like, that's Damn ridiculous. Bro. Why would I let you stay Come at my on. place? I want to live alone. <laughs> um, and then I came back five years later or whatever it was. It was like, yo, I need a place to stay. I have a kid on the way. My wife kicked me out because uh, I was um, vegan. <laughs> I was vegan and she wanted to eat 
red meat because she's pregnant and i was like no i can't break my vow of uh, veganism and she's like get out of here i'm like oh no where do i go oh no so then i call you up <laughs> and uh, i say i got kicked out what do you do I don't you, think about you have a kid time. yeah or or does she have a kid she has a dog and she has a, a husband <laughs> a two-bedroom i think she said something like that yeah which probably you know i, I would just sleep on the couch so what do you think you know because now think, i would have to think about it for a couple months you know oh months at that <laughs> point i'm probably moving back in and just eating the meat <laughs> well because then also at that point you have to talk to your husband you know or in your case your wife and you have to talk to the dog you have to get everyone's uh, opinions and the dog may not be too happy maybe the dog sleeps on the couch yeah you never know you never know i mean in in her case i i think i i would like to think i'd be the bigger person (laughs) and be like sure why not yeah but i understand too is that she wasn't working uh you don't know like she's might be one of those people yeah, that kind of just gonna be paying for rent she's not gonna be paying for anything yeah, and she's like she seems like maybe she could be one of those people who like kind of just mooches off people because she was living in an apartment she wasn't even paying for they said her parents were paying for it yeah so she doesn't seem like she really knows how to take care of herself like I'm not gonna fin- lie. financially she's in a tough situation i wouldn't know yeah. what happened to her <laughs> I, I think the pregnancy she... thing is really really tough that that's the only reason why like i would be like okay i get you are pregnant so like i wouldn't want you to just be out there on your own pregnant yeah. seven months not no money so you can't even go to like a hotel or motel or even yeah i would just like say hey you could stay with us you know until you have the baby and like i don't know how, how much many how many months after that probably like three two i wouldn't even say until you have the baby that's too long because then she's gonna try to come back with the baby she has nowhere else to go that's what i'm saying it's you know it's two months until you have the baby right i, I would say until i would say she has a month Damn. I would say, like, you got a month. I can't have you here when you have the baby. <laughs> it's just too much. <laughs> it's like, I already have a dog. Yeah. <laughs> I got Benny over here who's not easy to take care of. Benny. So, but, yeah. yeah so tough situation, though. That's tough. Yeah. Well, that's all I have. Hopefully, uh, those are kind of different. People's stories are wild. I'm just saying. There's other stories that I, I they were too long to read. Probably it's going to take a while, but uh, if you guys like that, let us know. I can do more of them uh, or we can do more whenever. If Noah doesn't have an idea for next week, you can uh, look into that. <laughs> Running out of but, ideas. Well. Yeah. But uh, so let us know at the MPP live on Instagram and Twitter. Shout us out. Follow us. Give us some ideas what you guys want to see. So did you like that, Noah? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was, that was interesting. Uh, people's lives are crazy. I don't even... Like, with, even when you just, like, hear about some stuff, it's like, man, how do you even get in that situation? Like, what are you doing? I feel like you always see it on, like, TV shows and stuff. Yeah. But, like, people actually go through this stuff <laughs> yeah. as well sometimes. Um, I don't know. See, I'm more of a, a laid-back kind of person, so I don't, like, do all that stuff, you know? Like, laid-back. 
I don't have kids yet, so maybe when I have kids, I'll have more stories about uh, my son yelling at me to try vegan food. <laughs> All right, so next we got some sports news and some hip-hop news. J. Cole, uh, two weeks ago, finished his contract with Ronda Patriots in the Africa Basketball League. He only played 45 minutes total, but he only played like three games, something like that, not many. Uh, that's just the length of his contract. But he scored five points, had three assists and five rebounds, which is pretty good for a 36-year-old rapper, you know, who hasn't played professional basketball before. He played a little bit in college at St. John's, I think. But uh, not everyone was really happy with him on the team. Some players were angry, saying that uh, he was taking a roster spot from another player who might have deserved the spot. But that I think that's more of like an organization team issue than it is like – j cole because they offered him the spot it's not like he just like yeah. showed up and was like give me the spot you know like and i mean he, yeah. he probably like had to earn it in some way there's no way they just gave it to him so um, i mean if you looked at j cole highlights he, he he goes and plays with like the pros at the that one academy right yeah in like in summer. new york somewhere yeah so i mean he puts up numbers against them but i don't know how competitive the pros are in that but he, he has a good he has a good shot um yeah you can hold his own out there yeah i mean you you see the highlights of him playing you know he, he can assist he can pass he um he can you know shoot a little a little bit so i don't know maybe maybe the team didn't have another option you yeah. know and also this is the african league or think right? yeah the africa basketball league yeah so I don't know why the people on the team are so, making such a big deal, honestly. I don't know. But honestly, not... oh, I've seen a lot of people saying they'd never heard of this league before. Me either until J. Cole joined it. So he brought a lot of attention to the league, a lot of attention to those players yeah. too, most likely. They so... put it on ESPN too. Yeah, there you go. Uh, but then the NBA just came out too, and they're starting a uh, NBA Africa League. So we'll see yeah. how that works. And, I mean, I don't think he took too much from someone who uh, could have been on the team because he only played, like, three or four games. Like, that yeah. was his, his contract was, like, a five-game contract or something like that. Like, really short. It was, like, a 10-day contract in the end. Yeah, NBA. it was pretty much a 10-day. And you just want, got to experience a little bit. I mean. And he also gifted the team shoes, too. He also <laughs> yeah. bought them, like, gifts and stuff, so. Yeah. I don't know. Those are, there's some there's some salty teammates, I guess, in the African League. Yeah, I mean they they're probably just like this guy just came in here, blah blah blah. I've been working so hard. He's like, hey, maybe he's just better than you. Like naturally, you never know. Yeah, because he just got the spot and he dropped five points in forty five minutes. Not all, some people can't even do that. <laughs> True. Uh, which takes it to the next topic. Do you think what do you think your stat line would be in a basketball league, pro basketball league? Yeah, see, I like these hypothetical questions. Oh, I think we should do more of these. But I'm also running out of sports, so I don't know. Um, I think in a game, I think I can get, like, at least three points, at least one three, mm-hmm. you know? I don't think I can average at least one, you know, one stat in each stat line, you know? Yeah. Um, I think I can average, uh, and we're talking about right now, current shape yep, right now, yeah. right now, three points, two assists. 
I'll be happy with that. Okay. Okay. Uh, so that would be in just one game or total total stat line for the year? Total stat line for the year. So three points and two assists. Yeah. That's pretty close to what I said. Uh, really? Yeah. Uh, well, I said, like, right now in the shape, uh, I would definitely be a liability um, <laughs> everywhere. I can't play defense. I everywhere. can't rebound. No, I can't jump. I, can't I don't have any you. vertical. <laughs> I'm not fast. Yeah. <laughs> I would not be able to play more than five minutes a quarter. That's for sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Maybe two times down and back and then, hey, take me out, coach. My best, uh, I guess, uh, ability would definitely be easily a scorer, a three-point shooter. Uh, mid-range maybe even if I get open, but usually they're not open all that often. Yeah, Send um, me a screen. And a wide let, open let layup. <laughs> yeah, cherry pick a little bit, yeah. you know, maybe fake an injury on one end. I, like I'm not, I wouldn't be like today's three point shooters. I'd be more of like a Steve Novak spot up type guy. I wouldn't be able to run back and forth like Ray Allen, you know, PG or, Tucker. Yeah, corner like, shooter. yeah. Just I'm more of a kick out kind of kind of shooter. Stand in the corner, I'll hit it. You know, stand on top of the key, I'll hit it. Long rebound, I got you. Yeah. Um, if we get put into a game and uh, you know people don't know us, you know they don't yeah. know our. Uh, they don't have any video on us. Yeah, so leave I feel you. like we would get left open. Yeah, definitely. A bit. So I, I guess, you know, if I played every game and I got like ten, no, I say I got I I get three minutes every quarter, so I get like twelve minutes a game. Yeah, I can drop a nice little between four to five points i think okay huh and two and a half assists i got i got the iq for the passing uh, yeah but, but then zero and everything else yeah um uh, maybe i'll get a rebound but that'd be like point something just on a long rebound yeah. accidental rebound wouldn't be trying short to get short shot that hits the rim comes straight back at me exactly um yeah field goal percentage pretty low so pretty we'll low. see we'll see yeah 10 percent <laughs> Wouldn't be good, but if they had to play me 12 minutes every game, I think I could drop four to five points. <laughs> if everyone was injured, you know, all ACLs <laughs> out for the year. Uh, yeah, I, I think it would be kind of fun. Yeah. At least, like, in garbage time, I think I would have some chances. Oh, definitely. I, I, I would I'd just like start awesome. chucking them. Yeah. <laughs> just give them to me. Yeah, I'd exactly. be the one like they don't want to mess up their field goal percentage at when the buzzer's gonna go off, so they toss me the ball and I'll just toss it up. You know? <laughs> Hope it goes in. They'll give me the ball for the turnover if I just <laughs> shoot it. Yeah. Well, uh, I guess uh, talking about turnover, there's gonna be a turnover in the Celtics and front office here. So uh, surprisingly, the Boston Celtics made some big changes after losing to the Nets in the first round. Uh, Danny Ainge, the now former president of basketball operations, resigned pretty much out of nowhere. And uh, he's best known for his trade with the Nets, uh, funny enough, where he got a huge amount of draft picks for KG and Paul Pierce and pretty much sent the Nets into like this downward spiral. They had no picks for like 10 years, whatever it was, uh, and they were awful. But he's also known for not doing anything with those picks. Didn't trade them. He would make some picks, you know, like one of them turned out to be Tatum, but like, uh, that's it. <laughs> really, they haven't won anything with those picks. 
And then uh, that left the position open for Brad Stevens, who was just coaching the Celtics yesterday. And, uh, yeah, he came out, I guess, saying that he was tired of coaching. It was wearing him out. So when this happened, Den Ainge resigned. He was the first one to uh, get an offer for it. And, I, I mean, my guess is that he was already on the hot seat for the coach anyways. He hadn't really had too many good years there. I mean, he made the yeah. playoffs, but they couldn't go anywhere. So we'll see how he does. Hopefully he's pretty good. You know, I'll always hope for the success. But if he's bad, hey, trade some players to the Bulls. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the Celtics, they have a good team. I know Noah doesn't like their star player, but yeah. the, the team the team is pretty good overall. They definitely can compete, but, yeah, the coaching, I don't know. I guess, like, if you make the playoffs that many times um, and you don't make it to the finals, then it's definitely, like, the coaching of it, uh, of the team. But – Definitely uh, very interesting um, that Danny Ainge just, you know, hey, it's not my time. But now he's he's coming out like he's, he's thought about this long ago. He's He had, I guess he had like a mild heart attack too. So he's thinking about his health and, you know, stuff like that. But I don't know. I, I kind of feel like there's something deeper than, uh, than, than what's being said about it. Oh, there, there always is, you know. Yeah especially in stuff like this, sports, news, all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, I guess another former Celtic here, Kyrie Irving. NBA fans, you know, uh, have been ruining the comeback of fans in the stadium the past couple of days by throwing things at players, spitting on them, being ridiculous. but Running onto the floor. <laughs> running onto the court. But the most recent fan was a Celtics fan who threw a water bottle at Kyrie Irving. And he was immediately banned from the arena. And many people have said he should be banned from all arenas, all NBA arenas. Uh, but it's too bad that, or, but it was so bad that he was charged with assault with a deadly weapon for throwing the water bottle at him, which uh, he just pleaded uh, not guilty to. I think it was a couple days ago. Yeah. Um, the sad thing here is people are trying to justify it because Kyrie Irving. I guess at the end of the game or at some point in the game was stomping on the, uh, or just did one little stomp on the Celtics logo. So, uh, and so what? <laughs> I don't, I don't <laughs> so get what if he did. Why are people justifying this? You're, um, oh my God. People it's just the so logo. Dumb. It's literally just a logo. I don't know like, how that makes it okay for someone to throw something at them. Uh, I guess dangerous enough too to be considered assault with a deadly weapon. And also, it's just a game. Like, come on. Like, that that logo is literally an inanimate object. It just sits there on the ground. Um, Kyrie is a real person. So, the people who are saying that he deserved it, like, he, they, they need to have a reality check. This is ridiculous. Uh, some of you fans out there are ridiculous. Uh, there's something wrong with you guys. If you think he deserved to get a water bottle thrown at him. Anything thrown at him. Any player throwing at something at them. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I don't get what what's going on now. Like, you know, once one person did it, now everyone's trying to do they it. Think they think they can they do it. They They'll do. get on, you know, news. It's just for the publicity. Supposedly, this guy is going to get kicked out of college, too. So, I don't know why, but... 
He's gonna get kicked out of college as well. So make, make him look, make the university look bad. I guess with his yeah, name I guess there. So. Um, I, it's just I don't. I mean, he's 21 years old. So I mean, everyone makes mistakes, but I don't know why he thought. Let me throw a water bottle at Kyrie. Like, how does that even pass through your head? Yeah. Like, like. The popcorn thing too. Like, let me just dump this popcorn on. I think Russell the Westbrook. one, the the worst one is probably the guy spitting at Trey Young. That's oh, yeah, probably definitely. the worst one out of definitely. all of them. Uh, if there has to be a worse one, they're all bad. But yeah, that one's just like, are you serious, bro? Like, it's just like what goes through your head where it's just like, I'm gonna do this. Like, <laughs> and then, I, and then if it's a reaction, why is it a reaction? Like, you have to do that. Yeah. A lot for it to be a reaction, you know. You don't just react like that to things. Something's wrong yeah. with you guys, man. You know how many people do stuff to like the home's logo? Like Baker Mayfield put the Oklahoma like flag on it, you know? Like really, like it's been like that for a while. Like they're just trying to start, you know, drama, some like type of rivalry. But the fans are like getting into the rivalry as well, so. Yeah, I just don't. I don't get it. Fans, I don't know. people are crazy. It's, called, it's a game, guys. Like you're also paying a lot of money for those seats as well. You're like, paying. These guys are like, yeah, three rows up from the court. But Why the guy who ran onto the field, uh, onto the court, also ran from very high up. <laughs> he just went for it. He just straight dashed to the court. Uh man. Yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, well, maybe they should just not have fans anymore. How how would they like that, huh? Man, fans really came back with a vengeance. <laughs> They're like, this I dare you to take us out. <laughs> this is what happens when you don't go to a game in a year. Just weird. You think that they'd be like excited? I guess yeah. it. I guess it could be the excitement is why they're doing it. But still, it's like. Yeah, there's no. That's how you react. It's kind of dumb. There's no justification for it. Yeah, so dumb. But um. Some more uh, basketball, but this time NCAA. Duke's head coach, Coach K, will retire from coaching after this upcoming season. He has coached this team for 41 seasons. That is crazy. And won five championships with them. So that's good. Uh, Crazy to imagine, though, doing the the same thing with the same team for 41 years. I know people do it, like, in real life. Their jobs, they work somewhere for years, years, years. I don't know how people can do it i would want to change it up even if it's just like going to a different like location or something like you can still do the same job just in the same place you know for yeah 40, for that long it's crazy to me um but he's also had great success at duke so yeah. I, I could see why he he didn't move on as well um he's the most winningest coach in d1 he has 1170 wins that's almost uh, 200 wins past Jim Beheim. Beheim. Beheim, yeah. Beheim. Uh, so Roy Williams, you know, North Carolina, he retired. Mm-hmm. Coach K retired. Now John Calipari at Kansas. No, not Kansas. Kentucky. He's, he's all by himself. He's the <laughs> last one. He's the last, like, you know, face of college basketball. Yeah, and I can oh. see him retiring soon too. Cause that guy, if you watch that guy when he coaches, man, stresses like he looks like he's stressed out. 
Oh my god, I don't know how he does it. Yeah, coaching looks like it's hard up there in the NCAA because <laughs> coaches on the NBA do not look that stressed. <laughs> uh, yeah, he gets paid a lot but, of money though. So yeah, Coach K. I also saw there's like stats here. He has uh, tied for the most NCAA tourney uh, appearances at 35. He has the most uh, 31 seasons at 15. He's tied for the most Final Four appearances with 12. He's second for Final Four wins, 14. He has five national titles, and he's produced uh, 41 first-rounders. That's first. That's kind of crazy. One per year. One per year, yeah. (laughs) But, you know, uh, definitely one of the greatest, if not the greatest coach um, in all college basketball. His replacement has already been announced, John Shire, who yeah. definitely does not have as good of a name as Coach K, Coach Jaszewski. So, Coach JS, <laughs> Coach JS. So, uh, hopefully, you know, he does pretty well there. Yeah. He's also been an assistant to uh, Coach K for a while. So, yeah. And I think he also played at Duke. So, he has like some history there. And, you know, we'll see what happens with, with the Duke. Maybe they'll uh, fall off. Maybe they won't. Maybe they'll be stay the stay on the top. I mean, they probably will stay on the top. They're one of those basketball schools that'll always get top prospects. Yeah, but prospects did come to did go to Duke because of Coach K. So yeah, I mean, it only takes one good year for for John. John could have John could have a good year here, and then uh, just show you know I'm a good coach too. So we'll see. Yeah, see what happens. And then the last topic, Naomi Osaka. The one of the best tennis players right now, uh, both men's and women's, uh, if not the best player in women's tennis right now. Um, she decided to drop out of the French Open after she canceled her press interviews, saying she was dealing with some mental health issues. And as a result, the tournament organizers fined her 15000 and threatened to expel her from the tournament. So she decided, you know what, I'll just drop out. So, yeah. uh, you know, she came out and said that she's, she's dealt with some depression for a while. So I hope that she does get the help she needs to deal with her depression. And I'm glad she decided to do this because it brings awareness for like other athletes to other athletes. They deal with this and, um, it's good that she dropped out because not many athletes would do that. They would try to play through it when they really shouldn't because, you know, once again, it's just a game. Yeah, it's their job, but mental health is definitely – your health is definitely more important than just doing whatever you're doing job-wise, sports-wise. That goes for everybody, you know. Yeah. You're, having, you're having a tough time working. You know, take some time off. Ha- have some, some time to yourself. Hang out with some friends, whatever you need to do to uh, improve your mental health, you know. Yeah, exactly. And plus, she's a young and upcoming, well, not upcoming, she's already a star, but she also is very young and all this like press on her and all this attention got really pushed on her very quickly. So I think she's still trying to adjust to that as well. She's also very young, um, but good for Nike and all her rest of their sponsors. They're supporting her. They're not going to drop her or anything for not playing the 
French Open or, you know, not taking questions after the tournaments and stuff. And also in this article, there's probably like 20 sponsors in here. So <laughs> she's pretty popular and a lot of people are behind her. But um, yeah, super crazy. And like all the other athletes are supporting her on Twitter, you know, letting her know that they're all behind her. So it's good. Good to see. Yeah. And then she also said that like she normally like keeps to herself a lot. So when she has to deal with all the and she doesn't do a lot of public speaking. So when she has to answer all these questions, it really gets to her, gets her really nervous, all that stuff. Yeah. So that's one of the reasons um, I would probably be in the same boat. If I was her, if I had her skill and I had to talk to press every single time, I would be freaking out. Like, uh, I, it's also all the same questions. Like yeah. each week, each reporter has the same questions is reported a little differently <laughs> yeah. every and time. You, and then she has oh, to answer man. it and then answer it a little differently every time. So it's just like, you know, what's oh. crazy is that, the athletes are forced to talk to the media yes, isn't that crazy like it's supposed to be part of their job you know what? that they have to talk to the media but okay. yeah. i don't care you saw what happened out there i won <laughs> what else what else so you what want? kind of questions you want how did i do it yeah. i practiced i i got good and you no know, one no I, wonder marshawn lynch is just <laughs> saying i'm just here so i don't get fine no <laughs> exactly. wonder but then didn't he get fined because he started saying that at all the pressers? Probably. Oh, it sounds like something the NFL would do. <laughs> and, yeah, that's all we really have. Uh, one thing we didn't really talk about, uh, Logan Paul Floyd Mayweather Sunday. Who do you have winning it? Did you see the, did you see the rules of that fight? There's no, no judges. There's no uh, winner at the end. They're not going to say who won. They're just gonna fight. That makes no sense. It makes yeah, me not want to watch it. Let me let me pull it up. I mean, I wasn't gonna watch it anyways, but yeah. If I was, it made me not want to watch. What's the point of the fight? Just to yeah. making money for no reason. The rules for this match, Noah. <laughs> this is what people are paying for, and this is why they're both getting millions of dollars. Okay. KO up to referee discretion. Discretion. So the ref's going to say... If it gets two out of hand. Yeah. Eight three-minute rounds. Knockouts are legal. I don't know why it wouldn't be legal. They are legal? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was hearing that that they weren't going to allow lock- knockouts, actually. Oh, but, okay. But I guess maybe that's why they had to clarify. Ten-ounce gloves. No headgear. No judges. And no official winner red. Unless... I'm just going to fight. Okay, so it's just going to be up to everybody else who they think won. Yeah, I guess. Or or someone gets knocked out. They're just going to fight until someone gets knocked out eight rounds. (laughs) That's how we'll know for sure. Um, If Floyd Floyd loses, I will leave the podcast and move to Hawaii. Uh, My winner, um, let's see. Oh, I don't know. I feel... You know, it's it's all gonna be a setup, honestly. I don't if there's no gonna be no winner or whatever, I'm just gonna be like, uh I I think Logan Paul's gonna get a lot of shots on Mayweather, but somehow everyone's dude. gonna be like Mayweather's gonna win it, you know. I don't know. I, yeah. I really don't care who wins, honestly. <laughs> I I'll just watch the highlights afterwards. 
I guess the betting for Logan Paul is like really, really good. So if you bet on him and he wins, you get a lot of money because he's I think a lot of people bet against, right? Yeah, well, because Mayweather's Mayweather's favored a lot. Like he's like like he's a huge favorite. So if you bet on Logan and he wins, you'll make a lot of money. Like if you throw a hundred bucks down, you you make a thousand or something like that. It's like something crazy. Crazy. Might have to throw it in, huh? Yeah. All the podcast earnings. Yeah. Might have to take those and go somewhere soon. Sure. All right. Well, it's been another episode of the NPP, the Noah and Patrick podcast, and we'll see you guys next week. Laters.